up, my Ludoinis? Welcome in to episode two of Ludacast. <laughs> There's no way. Luda, no. Can we even keep that in? I am stout. I am, I'm so happy, dude. I, I genuinely am so just excited and happy to be starting this podcast. I know last episode, you guys gave it so much love and I really, truly appreciate that because it's just, it's something I felt pulled to. Like I said, it's something that I really wanted to make work and I wasn't sure, like I, I, I had hope, but like I wasn't sure, like, you know, what the response would be and you guys loved it and I'm so happy and I constantly want to just get better at it and more comfortable with it. So as always, we have a Discord and we have a little section of like topics you want me to talk about and stuff. So if there's anything you want me to talk about, anything you want to discuss, maybe some fun ideas, always let me know. I want to always continue to get better and best myself. So I really appreciate all of the love on the last episode. And again, thank you, Mr. Chris, for joining us because that was so fun. It was so, so, so fun. <laughs> and I love, dude, I, I love the sassy side of, of Mr. Chris. He's, he's a, uh, He's a little character and I love him. Unless he wasn't a character and he truly was just sassy, you know, I mean that's him. <laughs> but I uh I'm here alone. <laughs> lonely. No, no, no. I'm not lonely. Well, what's that thing? It's okay, no, no, I can't get sidetracked already. Um <laughs> I'm here alone, joined today by me and myself and I uh, and you guys. Um I'm ex I'm excited and nervous. It's my first episode alone. I know that it's to me, it's it's just the same as streaming almost. I just don't have a chat on the side that I'm reading. And so I feel comfortable. I feel natural. I feel like I'm in my natural habitat, but I'm sure there's still a little bit of nerves to get out. There's still a little bit of anxiety to get rid of. So these first episodes will, will be just me and you guys learning how to do this together. But yeah, I, I'm super excited. And I know that some people are new. Some people don't know who I am or have no clue what Ludacy is. Some people think Luda is my real name, which, I mean, you can call me Luda. I do go by Luda, but it, it technically isn't even my real name. Um, <laughs> so some people don't even know who I am. And as much as I really wanted to make this episode be about reading um, funny stories from you guys, I was like, man, I probably should like introduce myself. It's like we just met and I introduced my friend and then I was like, so anyway, yesterday, you guys are like, wait, what's your name? You, I didn't get your name. I know nothing about you. So I guess I should probably start, you know, a little bit from the beginning. <laughs> and even some people that do know me, like I know some of you guys have been watching my streams or just following the band and stuff. And so I know some of you guys know me, but there's even things that I feel like not everyone knows. So I thought it'd be really sweet to kind of document where my life is at now. And then in the future, I could do one of these and then be like, yo, new update. That's not who I am anymore. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But so yeah, I, I wanted to introduce myself and for you guys to get to know me, get to know who Luda is and go from there. That way you know who's who's talking, you know? Could be a psychopath killer. You guys were listening. You're like, this girl's great. And then you learn I'm a psychopath killer and you're like, I got a skedaddle. Although some of you might stay. Some of you guys are... I know the people who watch true crime stuff i'm i'm questionable about you guys why do you like listening about people murdering each other it's questionable um but i don't know i guess i guess i can kind of start from the beginning and then go from there and anything that i think of i'll add in so it might be a little scattered but i'll try my best to stay on track i don't have anything to go off of i'm just going off my memory 
And I hope that that's enough because it is me. But like technically I could also forget things. So if I forget things, I'm sure I'll do another episode talking about myself because who doesn't like to talk about themselves? Like, come on. Um, I actually really don't. But it's like, it's like hit or miss. You know, sometimes you're like, I want to brag about myself. And sometimes you're like, don't talk to me. So don't pick on me, please. I'm not raising my hand. <laughs> um, all right. So my name's Luda. Technically, my real name's Lulu. Technically... That's a nickname, but I go by Lulu um, or Luda, and uh, I'm 18 years old. I started drumming when I was four. Uh, I kind of, drumming is kind of the main thing I did for most of my life. Kind of the main thing. No, not kind of, is the main thing I did for most of my life. Um, I started drumming when I was four, and it was what started the path of life that I'm on now i made a band with my sisters i didn't make it first and foremost my parents were like you guys should play together you guys should make a little band together and it was super fun and we played little covers and we probably played like veggie tales and we're like we're dope um <laughs> but it uh it, it was super fun and we just did covers for a little bit and i used to do so many different hobbies because our parents wanted us to try everything because Thankfully, they did that because we got to see what we did like and what we didn't like. Um, so I did dance. I know a lot of people don't even know I was a dancer. I did ballet and tap dance for a while. And I kind of wish I would have kind of done ballet a little more because I'm also 5'10". A lot of people don't know that either because you see me on stream and you're like, man, she's short. I'm not. I'm 5'10". Um, and I kind of wish I would have stayed with ballet because I feel like I, I have the the what physique is that what it is i don't think that's the word but sure we'll use that word um for i don't know what's like i don't i don't know because like tall people play basketball and volleyball and i've been told i should do that too i don't know but part of me wishes i would have stayed with dance it was super fun and i might get back into it at one point but i did that i did jujitsu uh which is martial arts and uh krav maga which is self-defense and so i can literally defend myself i was gonna say other stuff but I don't want to make jokes that when you can't see me on video, <laughs> you're like, so she is a psychopath killer. Sick. Um, so yeah, that, that was super fun. I did that for a lot of my life. And I'm very glad that our parents got us into that because I feel safe with myself. You know, I don't feel like I have to rely on someone to protect me because I know how to protect myself. And I'm so happy because this world's scary. <laughs> but yeah, we did. We did that for a lot of our lives. We did tournaments with it. I won a lot of samurai swords. I never got first place in expert, which is where you get the belt. I did expert once and I got my butt handed to and kind of, okay, let's like go back for a second. Bro did an illegal move. Let me show you right now. He like took me down. So there's called takedowns. So he, he took me down. Oh, I hit my mic. He took me down and he like put his like elbow into my ribs, which is an illegal move. You're not allowed to do that because anything that would literally harm you to where you can't fight back is just like illegal obviously it ruins the fun hello homie did that to me when i was like little we were both little but i was like little and so they had to call the medics over and everything i could barely breathe and then like she's fine get back in there so i think i should have had at least another chance at the belt but anyways i never won a belt i won a bunch of swords jujitsu was really really fun uh, i don't do it anymore mm, i do it every so often but i'm not in it as much as i was before it was super fun dude we used to have like nerf gun fights uh, at the end of every month uh in the dojo whatever you want to call it i know it was called something else i think but 
on the mat. We always called it the mat. So on the mat, we would have Nerf gun fights, and that was super, super fun. I just unlocked a memory I, I forgot about. <laughs> I started crying. I'm like, I want to go back. <laughs> um, so I did that a lot, a lot of my life as well. And technically, uh, on the kind of Christian side of my life, uh, I got saved at five. Um, I specifically remember sitting on my bed. We had bunk beds, bunk beds, and um, my mom and dad were sitting there, and I asked them about God, and I asked them, um, I remember I was just like, wait, what is everything? Like, we learn about it, but like, what does it actually mean? And my dad walked me through it. I remember he wrote on a piece of paper, um, us, me and my family sitting there, and then a giant pit, and then there was another, like, little rock kind of thing, and there was a person, and, um... And in the bottom, there was fire. My my dad said, like, this, this is us on earth, and that's Jesus at, in heaven, and down there is hell. And he's like, I don't want you to be fearful, but it, it is a real place, and um, we, we can't get to heaven on our own. And then he drew a cross sideways, and he was like, Jesus is our bridge to heaven, and you believe that he came and died for you, and he rose three days later, and you repent from your sins. It doesn't mean you're going to become perfect. It doesn't mean that you're never going to mess up. Uh, it just means that you get up and you try again and you try to do better. And um, that's how we get to heaven. And I remember then I told my dad and I was like, I, I want to, I want to be saved. Like I want to, I want to spend eternity with heaven. And from there, they, they told me that I could go to like make the decision, like for sure with my pastor. Um, and so I, I personally believe that there on my bed, uh, I could have gotten saved, um, I think that when I went to the pastor, he walked me through a prayer. But I remember even as a kid, I was like, I don't even know half these words you're saying, dude. Like, what? This, huh? This is not the simple thing that they told me. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I was actually saved then. I don't know uh, what decision I had actually made. But I'll talk about it a little later. Uh, growing up, I definitely doubted it a bunch, just if I was saved or not, because I had made the decision so young and I wasn't sure if it actually was mine or not so that's kind of the time frame of when my faith also started there but I, I attended the church my entire life our parents always brought us um it was just kind of the thing we did and also school wise I was in school till I was in sixth grade so I went through everything I didn't always have a lot of friends I had a couple friends growing up um and I did enjoy people it's just I felt so weird like as a kid I felt like the kid that no one wanted to be friends with and I wanted friends but I didn't like any of the people that were there so I was like who is the best out of all these people that I can maybe befriend uh and I always made friends with guys growing up I, I felt more related to them I played video games growing up I did jujitsu like we played drums I I didn't fit with a lot of the girls there so it was always odd and then in fifth and sixth grade, I actually did get bullied growing up. Uh, not to make it like a sob story or anything, but I definitely did get bullied uh, in fifth and sixth grade. And it was just really dumb. And it was by girls. Surprise, surprise. Uh, it was by a bunch of girls, actually. No one, none of the girls liked me. A lot of the girls got mad that I was friends with the dudes. And I was like, bro, I'm not even trying to like date these guys. Which, first of all, why are sixth graders worried about dating people? Anyways, I just want friends to play xbox with like i'm not trying to get in the middle of this and i got people so mad at me <laughs> for no reason but um yeah I, I got i got really grown up and actually in sixth grade ended up with people getting expelled because they started like 
fake punching me behind my back and like trying to trip me and stuff like that it was like stupid stuff that now me would be so over it instantly and be like, you guys are so dumb but as a sixth grader it is taken more seriously because they're like oh they're like kind of getting close to threatening you or hurting you so we have to get them out so the person actually ended up getting suspended for like five years from the school which like sorry homie <laughs> but uh it, it got pretty serious and then in sixth grade i actually uh went homeschool uh that's when the band started to actually take off and we were not just a cover band anymore we were playing uh cruise ships and like all this stuff we were still like we sucked like it was bad we were little kiddos playing music but people loved it people loved listening to little kids suck i don't know why <laughs> um but yeah we we played a bunch of shows and from craigslist and it was a real lot of jank places and now that i think about it, it was probably not the safest to bring little kids um but we had fun and we enjoyed it so in sixth grade or after sixth grade i went homeschooled and it was the first time that i had ever done that and i was really scared because i had always done regular school so it was very frightening to go to teaching myself but i ended up personally loving it so if there's anything you get out of this get that homeschool's not that bad <laughs> because i ended up being able to do all of my work instantly and then getting the whole day to myself um growing up we weren't allowed to play video games during the week we were only allowed to play on the weekends so i'd get all of my schoolwork done and i'd always ask hey can i play video games and they'd be like it's a weekday no so i'd be like sick i'm gonna go sit on my bed <laughs> play my ds under my blankets <laughs> sorry mom and dad but um yeah so we we did homeschool and it was very simple i really enjoyed it uh i do know that <laughs> um for a couple of years of school, I most definitely got into Minecraft because of Stampy Cat and uh, Technoblade. And I would play Hypixel. <laughs> and I would literally play Minecraft instead of doing school. And I stopped doing school up to a point to where they literally emailed my mom and they were like, yo, your kid hasn't done school for 30 days. <laughs> we're gonna drop her if she doesn't do it. And my mom asked me and I was like, weird <laughs> that's so weird because i literally remember doing school the other day so that was, that was the whole thing i got minecraft taken away from me a bunch of nerds growing up um, but it was it was it was fun to be able to play minecraft not gonna lie instead of doing school but do school but it was fun i went through a huge minecraft phase that's not the only game i played growing up my my first game actually my dad got me into it, it was love for dead and my mom we weren't allowed to play video games because my dad played scary games and my mom was like no you're not doing that to our kids and everyone left one day and my dad played left for dead and he was like i need a buddy lou promise me you won't get scared and i was like i promise dude give me that controller i promise i won't get scared dude i'm i promise i'm not scared at all ended up crying and sleeping with them that night because of nightmares but it got me in the game so i'm very glad that my dad did that and then we played a bunch of like hockey games growing up zombies uh black ops all of them all the dlcs it was super fun it was a really great way we connected me and my sisters with my dad and then with my cousins we would play all the time and it was really really fun and it's kind of what not even kind of it is what got me into gaming so i i will always appreciate my plus one of my dad um or i was his plus one growing up and playing games with him it was super 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 fun and we always played the 360 uh we played the nintendo 64 i believe when we would camp we played old mario and 
uh, Megamind. Those are some games we would play, and when we would camp, it was super fun. There were a bunch of retro games. I still wish that we would play them today. It's just hard because the graphics are so sucky, and we're like, this is, how do we enjoy this? <laughs> but it, it does give you the, that nostalgia vibe. Um, anyways, so I did the homeschool. A band started to pick up, and we would start touring. We actually went on our first tour in 2016, I believe, would be the first time I went on tour. Um, I don't even know what that makes me. 12, 13, I'm not going to sit here and do the math. I haven't done math in years. <laughs> but we we went on tour, and I actually met my best friends on that tour. Uh, we made a little thing called the Hoodie Gang, and I'm still best friends with them today. We are literally the same people, just opposite gender and a different family it is like me and my two sisters copy and pasted <laughs> um but they're they're absolute angels and i love them and that tour was super fun and as a kid it was like this is Candyland 24 7 i get to play my drums i get to go on stage i get to hang out with friends i've never had friends you know growing up i wasn't allowed to have sleepovers or have people over or go over to people's places so i was like oh what is this this is glorious you know it was super fun, and uh, now, you know, I'm an adult. Technically, dude, I don't see myself as an adult, but I'm an adult, and I get to hang out with them all the time, so it's super fun. But, uh, yeah, the, the tours were super fun. Got to meet a bunch of people. Um, it was really cool to see... It was cool to see that the music was helping people. Even when I was that young, I didn't fully understand what people meant, but uh, we would always be told, like, hey, your music, like, saved my life, and... Growing up, I was like, uh, that's cool. Like, it saved your life, but I don't know what you mean by that. But, like, cool, but I don't know what you mean. Um, So I think that that kind of also plays into a thing I'll touch on later. But we, we did hear a lot of stories, and it really sucked as a kid um, to hear stories from people of all the hurt that they go through. And I was like, I feel so bad, but I don't know what to do, you know? Like, I, I can't help them. And I, I'm a helper. I, if someone comes to me and they're like, hey, this happened, I want to be like, how can I help you? No, how can I make it better? How can how can I work in this situation to put a smile on your face? And I wasn't able to do that. And I would never speak to those people again. You know, they, they come to a show, you don't talk to them again. So that was really hard as a kid um, to hear those things and not be able to help them. But we, we did the band for quite some time, did school and all that. Um, and then I also went through a, a pretty rough, time of my life uh, if you have any um issues with mental health or uh, eating maybe skip a little bit um from here just because i am going to talk a little bit about what i went through and dealt with and i don't want to uh trigger anyone's um emotions or feelings or mental health issues so please 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 take care of yourself and skip a little bit but when i was 14 15 uh in the middle of there somewhere uh, I kind of try to block it out, <laughs> but I, I did go through some sucky mental health stuff, which is, a lot of people dismiss teenagers' mental health, and it sucks because it's like you say, act like an adult, and then when they deal with adult things, you say, why are you trying to act like an adult? And also, it's not even an adult thing. It's literally like kids can deal with mental health issues. We live in an evil world. There's going to be evil. Um, so anyway, uh, I went through an eating disorder called anorexia, um, and I first got into, like, health and stuff, and I tiptoed into it, and I was like, oh, this is cool, because I was short. I was very short growing up. Um, I did not grow tall for a long time, and so I always saw people, and I don't know if it was 
the bullying that got to me or I just didn't really have a lot of control of my life because uh, we were just torn all the time and I didn't get to decide, you know, what I did or where I go or who I talked to. I don't know what it was. Uh, probably a bunch of things combined. It doesn't really matter because it's gone now, but um, I, I went through and started getting into health and working out and then that eventually turned into obsessing over it and controlling things and controlling how I looked and it got really really bad and it really messed with my mental health because now that I'm at my age and I've studied things food and water genuinely go together with your body for a reason and they genuinely run a lot in your body <laughs> so if you're ever feeling like bleh maybe try drinking some water or eating some good foods I'm not saying it'll fix everything I'm not saying that but it could help a tiny, tiny little bit. So uh, restricting your food and not eating at that young of an age not only stunts your growth, um, it also stunts your brain and it messes with your brain. And um, it, because it was anorexia, an eating disorder, it really affected my organs and my bones and it got really bad. And it got to the point where I was like passing out and getting really dizzy and faint and they would check my heart and... Uh, it was really odd because I don't think any of the doctors ever said anything. They always just said, oh, like, she's growing. Like, she is usual for kids to drop weight this fast. I don't get it. I, don't, I personally don't understand why the doctors never say anything. At that time, I was like, thank goodness, you know, like, in my little sick brain. But thinking of it now, I'm like, dude, I wonder if they said anything. I just didn't hear about it or I don't know. But so, yeah, it got really bad. And my mental health got really bad. And I just remember getting really away from the church because our first church we went to they made fun of us for the band and they called us the devil because we played metal music and it just really sucked and i was like this is odd i don't like this bye <laughs> so we, we stopped going to that church and i stopped going to church kind of in general um i'd read my bible every so often and i'd pray sometimes and i just got really really away from god and so it really felt like I was all alone and even with my friends that I had I just felt very disconnected from the world and it's so odd that at that age I felt that and I know a lot of people don't think that's possible a lot of people think oh kids just do it for attention they're just making it up blah blah, blah this or that I can promise you from my point of view it wasn't made of uh, I would sit in my closet and I would just draw and express myself through my drawings and they were really like explicit drawings because I just felt so much pain and loneliness in my life and I didn't know what to do I was like am I really gonna just starve myself to death I was like am I am I gonna just end up dying at some point or I I don't know what's gonna happen and part of my brain was okay with that part of my brain was like okay like I don't really enjoy life right now so that'd be fine and it, it was just very like careless with life you know not caring what happened not caring kind of just the whole like stop looking both ways stop wearing your seatbelt, like not caring what you eat not caring anything um and it took my parents actually uh being like hey like you have an issue and we are going to talk about it because this is like you need help and i think um actually i, I came to my parents i think i told them a little bit about it i was like yeah i think i might have an issue and they're like yeah, let's let's talk about this. Like we need to discuss this. Um and it took a really long time of recovering and going through a lot of uh change and going through a lot of 
uh, hurt, honestly. Like relearning how to treat myself and treat myself in a healthy way and take care of the temple that God blessed me with. And that's another thing. Um, my brother actually invited us to a his preaching. He wanted to preach at his church. Or I don't know if it counts as preaching. I don't know what it is. He invited us. <laughs> and at the time, of course, I was like, it's boring. I don't want to go. And I was like, fine, I'll go. I'll support my brother. Whatever. <laughs> so we went. And I remember it was in November. Oh, that's so sweet. Aw, it's November. That's so sweet. But I mean, at least at the time we're going is. Anyways, that's just a sweet little thing. Um, But I remember it was in November. And we went. And I don't know what he taught about. I don't know what he preached about. But I remember sitting there and crying to myself during the service and being like, I, I want to come back to God. I just felt very much so like God was like, here, like, come to me, come to me. And like I had said earlier, growing up, I had always been so afraid I wasn't saved. So afraid that the hell people talked about, the eternity away from God they talked about. So afraid I would end up there. Um, and I would literally like cry myself to sleep all the time because I'd be like God please I want to be saved I want to be saved I want to be saved you know like it was very I don't know why I don't know why my brain acted as such or thought as such um but I was really afraid I wasn't saved and so that day I was like God like I I hear you like I I want to give you control I'm done controlling my life obviously I can't do it like I'm here in a spot where I don't even care if I'm alive right now like I genuinely don't want to be so obviously me being controlled is not okay <laughs> like i'm doing a really bad job so anyways <laughs> um so i was like god you do it i'm giving my life to you and i count it as rededicating my life to god because again i'm not sure if i actually got saved at five because i remember it so much i feel like maybe part of it i was saved or maybe it was just a little seed planted in my little bean heart and it led to that moment but I was just like, I, I accept you as in control. And I want to have that relationship with you, God, because I don't want to just come to church and mark it off my box. I don't just want to read the Bible and mark it off my box. Like, I don't want to say, oh, I'm a Christian. Like, ding. like, I want to actually have a friend. Like, I want, I want to talk to you. I want to have you by my side. And I remember that day I just gave up control to God. And I was like, please, like, please help me because I am obviously struggling and I need your help because I don't want anyone else's help. Like everyone else has tried to help and I don't want it. So please like help me. And it didn't get better instantly. Um, but that is, that is the time that my parents found out and they started helping me. And um, I didn't end up going anywhere or seeing anyone for it, but they did help me. They, my dad used to be a bodybuilder. So he actually helped me with the food part and was like, hey, this is how we take care of our bodies. And I know you really like working out, but you also have to provide for your body and give it nutrients so he helped me with that part and um I I got more involved with my family and because uh, I had cut everyone out I had thrown all my stuff away cut everyone out like I literally had a bed in my room and that was it and um so I started putting more things in my room and getting more comfortable of being in this world because I was like I'm not leaving this world so I'm I'm gonna get comfortable again because I'm here to stay and I want to I want to be here. And so through that time of my life, uh, God really is the thing that pulled me out of it. And I don't want to say that, you know, God will immediately fix your issues because he won't. 
Um, we live in an evil world. It is not how it works. But he really, he was the only place I found pure peace. And he was the only place I found, like, a worthwhile reason to be alive. You know? He he was my purpose. It was no, it was not to be a drummer. It was not to tour. It was to be his. And that was enough. And it was the first time I felt like I'm enough for someone, you know? I don't have to work for this. I don't have to be someone I'm not. Like, God loves me for who I am. And he's going to help me through this. And so I think that that's one of the reasons I am so loud about God. Because I was there. I was in that moment. People don't think kids can be there. Teens can be there. I was there. Like, I, I don't know how much more to say. It. God truly was the person who brought me out of it. And um, my friends were there to help me. And I remember talking to my friends all the time. And they would, you know, check up on me and be like, hey, like, how would you do today? <laughs> um and they were really, really sweet about it. Uh, so so after that kind of time period, about a year or so, uh, started touring again and doing school. Um, and life kind of went on as usual. And I always found it a little odd. And I know that people don't want to focus and like harbor on things. But I was like, man, I really just poured my heart out to all these people. And kind of told them I didn't really want to be live. And now we're just going to eat dinner together. <laughs> I always find it so like silly, <laughs> you know, but, um, so, so life kind of went on and we went on tours and played, uh, not games, we played shows and it was super fun and it wasn't, I feel like it kind of was the same until about a year ago, two years ago, um, which I guess that kind of is in the time period because that happened a couple years ago as well. Anyways, I'm getting lost in the story. I forgot the story about me for a second. <laughs> I was like, wait, what am I saying? <laughs> um, so yeah, a couple years ago, uh, we... Not even a couple years ago. That was this year. Wait, holy, hold the phone. That was, no, that was last year. Okay, phew. I thought my life was flashing before my eyes for a second. Last year, beep, 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 beep. Last year, I turned 18. No, I did not, dude. I turned 18 this year. I'm just so confused with my life. Last year I was 17. Anyways. And I started streaming. I started streaming October 1st, 2021, I believe. Yes. And it was honestly one of the best decisions of my life. Um, I had always wanted to stream. And growing up, I watched gamers, Stampy, Techno, like I said, uh, I also watch Valkyrie and Pokemon and like offline TV. I watch them a bunch. I watch 100 Thieves a bunch. I loved gamers. I loved watching them play live. I was like, this is so sick. I literally, okay, not to like do my own horn here, but I watched Valkyrie when she had like 2,000 viewers on YouTube when she switched over. I watched her on Twitch a little bit, but when she was on YouTube, I watched her at like 2,000 viewers. And I literally clipped parts where she would say, hi, Lulu. Like she'd be like, hi, Lulu. And I was like, <laughs> Clip it, clip it, she said my name. <laughs> so I feel like a little bit of a stalker because I did that at times, but that's okay because she never has to know that. Anyways, <laughs> I I loved watching them growing up and I was like, I wanna do that, dude. I would I would film videos growing up. Uh, I asked for a camera one year and I asked for a YouTube channel too, but they were like, you, no, you're too young. You're not doing that. But I would film videos of myself. I still have them. No, I'm not going to put them out. They're very cringy. Sorry, past Lulu, but they were very cringy of me 
making little plays and acting and acting in videos or doing challenges i would create content like i created actual content i would edit it together i did hauls i did all that i would show my family they'd laugh <laughs> and i'd be embarrassed and i'd delete everything so i have some videos but most of them i deleted because i would be so embarrassed i was like <gasps> delete 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 <laughs> stupid 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 you know so um i i always did content and i didn't realize how much i really wanted to do it until i started and i streamed for like five hours the first time and i was like oh, this is it this is this is incredible this is so amazing i had played in germany before like literally played drums in front of thousands at germany i'd played sold out shows before uh again thousands over here in the u.s and streaming being like oh, oh they're saying hi to me i'm playing a game and they're watching me like that was one of like the coolest moments and i know a lot of people would be like you literally got a tattoo in germany at 14 like you that's a big deal and i'm not saying it's not a big deal and it is up there on my list of like coolest things ever getting a tattoo at 14 in germany is up there on the list don't get me wrong but streaming is just so like fulfilling you know it's so like i just feel like i'm in my nature i'm in my like yeah i'm meant to do this so that was really really cool when i did that and i started then um and i started streaming and I started at zero. You know, I, I had done band, the band GFM my whole life. And I was used to bigger numbers. I was used to thousands. I was used to hundreds. And going to zero, starting my own stuff was so fun. And I know a lot of people be like, you psychopath? Like what? But it was so fun to start over, start from zero and watch the number grow. And I, I truly don't care how many followers I have. I don't care if this podcast, no one ever hears it. Genuinely, if I could listen back to it and be like, oh, she sounds so silly, dude. <laughs> um, I'll be happy. So I never cared about like how many there were. It was just so fun to be like, oh, there's a new person here. Hi, welcome. <laughs> so I started uh, streaming last year and I did it. And then we we toured. We got the tour with Fozzy um, this year. And we went on tour in, I believe, March, was it? Was it March? Um and that i did drum cams on it i would i would stream me playing drums um every night and at first it was literally just phone quality and i noticed a lot of people joining and i was like oh snap this is like growing kind of a lot because i didn't plan on it going anywhere truly i i knew it would because i felt it i felt it i was like this is what i'm meant to do guys this is it i feel it but i didn't expect it to like go anywhere soon i was like i probably said at like 300 followers for a little and the numbers started going up and i was like oh my goodness it's odd like the average viewers started going up and i was like hmm interesting <laughs> i'm a little nervous um and i found it so fun to interact with you guys while i was drumming on stage it was a, it brought a new life to drumming that i had never experienced before and not that it had gotten stale it was just like oh this is a new thing like this is fun um and mr isaac actually who a little sneak peek he will be on next week's or two weeks from now episode um but he actually uh, is the next guest, yeah. And he actually gave me a little sound thingy, majiggy, and it made the audio ten times better. And people loved it, and they joined, and they were like, "This is sick!" And it boosted my streaming and just the Ludoisi thing so much, and it boosted my TikTok a lot as well. And it was really cool. And I also had one of my biggest TikToks I'd ever posted at the time um, on the tour bus. That was our first time on a tour bus, by the way, and it was amazing. It was really cool. Um, and it was one of my biggest ones. And I was like, oh my goodness, like what is happening? This is actually kind of becoming something and I'm scared. <laughs> but 
but it was it was sick it was a, a moment i'll always remember of being on that tour and all the people on there were really nice and meeting everyone from Fozzie and all the other bands as well it was really sweet and it was really cool and i got to do a lot of like vlogs and stuff for little wissy which was fun too um but at that time i actually started to deal a lot with more mental health issues Oh, it has sound like great. I literally just went through all this stuff a couple years ago. Why am I going through it again? But this time I got a different version. Yay! <laughs> oh, I started to deal with anxiety, which I didn't I'll be honest, growing up hearing about it, I was like, just don't worry. Duh. <laughs> but when you're in it, it's it's torture, truthfully. It is one of the worst things I've ever dealt with. And unfortunately, uh, actually, I think it started more than just on that tour. Uh, it actually started last year. This uh, Not this time last year, but like last year. I noticed a very big burnout. Uh, we sat at the merch table for about seven hours at one show. And I noticed like so many people were coming to us and talking to us. And we were hearing such dark things and we invited people to please come like talk to us we would love to help you we'd love to pray with you or just be there to listen and it was a lot it was a lot for a, a 17 year old to hear and I ended up crying at the merch table I had to leave and that night I felt so empty and I felt so burnt and I was like huh I haven't felt like this ever this is odd I was like maybe I'll just go away and the next day we had a show and I was like all right put the put the smile on like go play the show and i was like i'm still burnt this is odd i have never felt this and it didn't go away and it never went away um and so that's why like up up to that tour i kind of just learned to live around it i guess um i was like all right this is how i feel i guess now puberty <laughs> like i'm sick this is how i feel now um and i realized it was very heightened when we would go on tour and I actually had a lot of panic attacks in the bus and I would just sit in my bunk and it was close to like every night I would just have a panic attack or anxiety attacks and it really sucked and I didn't know what it was. I, I had no clue. I, I was like, what is happening? Am I dying? I was like, am I literally dying on this tour? I'm going to be able to say I died on a tour bus. Sick. No. <laughs> um, I, I was like, what is happening to me? I'm a little nervous and scared. Um, and I couldn't sleep at all. I was getting two to three hours of sleep a night. Some days or nights, I wouldn't sleep at all. I'd go 24 hours of being awake. And uh, and then I'd like sleep for like three hours, four hours. And then eventually one night I would just crash. And I'd get about eight hours. And then start the cycle again of like two hours, three hours. Um, I think it was actually before the tour I got testing done. Or after the tour. I don't remember when I got the testing done. But it was becoming a very big issue. My schoolwork was slacking i was like all right this is not okay like i don't feel okay and i'm not gonna do what i did last time which was try to do it alone like i'm smarter than that so let me go get some help let me go let me go see if someone can figure out what's wrong um then i ended up taking hours of testing and all of that and they diagnosed me with generalized anxiety disorder um but they also told me like hey you're you scoring a lot of the times we see this as adhd but you you scored a little bit more higher with the anxiety. So we're going to class it all as anxiety. And uh, if you want to come back and get tested for ADHD, we'll class it with ADHD too, basically. So I was like, dope. So you basically just told me I have ADHD and anxiety. Go figure it out. Have fun. 
sick fun all right and i also went and saw a therapist um they had me go see one worst ever of my life that that my first therapist it was a kid one too because i was 17 couldn't do anything about it that was before the tour because i turned 18 on the tour so that was before the tour and uh awful literally one of the most like no joke one of the most anxious moments of my life felt very belittled and i was very vulnerable with the person and i felt just like mocked <laughs> and uh it even was so bad that i can't do breathing exercises anymore because truthfully i i know a lot of people be like that this sounds so dumb but truthfully like it, it brings me back to that moment and i get very anxious so i can't even do breathing exercises anymore um because of how bad the first experience with the therapist was so going on the tour i dealt with a lot of more anxiety attacks and panic attacks and i'd never experienced that before ever in my life and i'd heard so like people came up to us and talked to us before i just never understood it and so having to do that and then go play shows and go talk to people for hours and put that smile on your face and be happy and excited and then go back to the bus get two hours of sleep get up and do the same thing again it was a lot and i put a lot on my body i was also doing college i was still enrolling in college and doing high school and i was editing I was editing for two people, so I was editing for us, GFM, and then me, my Ludwissy stuff. And it was a lot. It was a lot, a lot on my little body. And so we got home from that tour, and um, I, I never felt rested. And I, I noticed that I was starting to not feel okay ever. I wasn't able to live around it. I was like, oh, I'm, like, constantly not okay. Like, this, hmm, <laughs> this is odd. And um, it was bringing up a lot of issues, and... I was noticing a lot of issues like with my health and it was getting really bad and I was like I'm okay I'm okay I can do it I can do it I can do it and then um I had a friend that I had met online uh, through gaming and stuff and they kept pushing me like hey you should like go get this checked out like you <laughs> the way you talk like you laugh about it but it don't seem all right homie and I was like bruh I'm fine um but I ended up doing more tours and we played a bunch of shows actually this year we played the most shows we've ever played um in a year and we had booked another tour for fall and we had been on like three or four tours this year and it was the last tour of august i believe um we were out and i was dealing with the most anxiety i have ever felt ever and it was getting to the point where I couldn't even play on stage. I felt very bad, too, because I was like, I can't even put on a show for these people. Um, I'm not able to put on, like, a good show. I'm not able to drum well. Like, I feel bad. Um, and I, I was like, I, I can't even sit at the merch table because I just get so anxious. And I would just sit in the car and have panic attack after panic attack to an anxiety attack back to pain. Like, it, it was really rough. And I was like my heart's starting to hurt like i i am not okay like i'm an anxious wreck and so i actually was suggested to see the therapist slash counselor i don't know what she's classed as um earlier this year and i was like no because of the experience with the first person and this time i was like i have no choice like i'll do anything like please i'll struggle and please and so i went and saw her um, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to at first. I was like, this is going to be so stupid. And it's going to just be the same thing. And I hate it. Showed up. And I left. And I was like, oh, I love this woman so much. Um, She really, truly, I believe God sent her into my life. And she truly did save my life. Once again, God 
provided another miracle is like boom you're staying on this earth a second time got him you really think you can leave um <laughs> no but for real he, he he truly did uh send me a little angel into my life and she actually went through a lot of the things i went through and so she's able to point me in directions that i've never heard and and help me deal with a lot of things um and point out things that i never knew were wrong or were odd i was like everyone deals with that she's like no no they don't like bro listen to me i am a professional um <laughs> so it was it was a couple months ago that i started seeing her and my life did a complete 180 and she was able to help me a lot help me in the directions of adhd because everyone was like oh you're diagnosed with anxiety do this this and this and i was like dude you don't understand like it's not just that like yes it is part that but i need help with other stuff too and so she was able to help me with my adhd and uh she, it was really cool to have someone listen about my mental health and validate it and be like yeah that that is yes this is this and i was like i feel so validated and i feel so just listen to you and like I'm not crazy because I just felt crazy. I was like, what, what is wrong with me? I have a great life. I go on tour. I come home. I sleep. I stream. I play video games. I'm vibing. What is wrong with me? Um, and it's actually really cool. And I don't, I don't know if I'll, I'll make an episode just about this. I think it'd be, it'd be pretty neat. But she actually discussed with me how I didn't deal with emotional or physical abuse, but I have trauma in my life due to hearing people's stories growing up like i started playing shows at seven and from there on have heard countless and countless of stories of people all the way to age like 80 like i've i've heard so many people's stories and people have just trauma dumped onto me and there was never that boundary from me of like hey like i don't know I can't hear this right now. Like, I would love to pray for you and point you in a direction of someone who is trained to listen and hear this, but I physically am not in the mental place to hear this. Um, so I, I don't blame anyone for for my issues, but it, she's like, you you have trauma in your life because you heard all these stories. You were people's therapists at age 10. Like, you were a therapist your entire life without knowing how to deal with it or process it or or any of that. And your brain just kind of took it as it was developing, I was like, okay, this is us, this is us, this is us. And so it's really neat to go through it with her and talk to her about it and have her help me like, hey, this is how we do all this and relearn things that I've never even been taught. Like, it, it truly is so enlightening to speak with her. And she sees me as like an adult, which is cool too, because most people are like, oh, you're 18. Let me talk to you like you're a baby. And it's like, bro, you don't understand. I have lived like a 40 year old's life. Like when I say that, I'm not joking. Like I have lived a very, very quick and fast life. Um, I'm literally about to graduate from college at 18. Like I, I have rushed and lived a lot of life. Um, and so it's cool to talk to her about it and have her opinions on, hey, this is like what we should go through, how we can reteach your brain certain things, um, take back control of your brain, take back control of your life make it yours make your decisions like you're an adult you need to make these decisions you need to learn how to drive you need to learn how to do things on your own and be independent and um it's been really cool and i noticed that just talking with her and medication and uh just a lot of other things as well as deepening my relationship with god and uh, i had never gotten away from god like i had before but being even stronger in the word like actually reading it not just skimming through it you know like studying it learning through it 
talking to God constantly, going to God, fasting to God, uh, surrounding myself with people from the church, being involved in the church. It all really, really affected and helped me do a complete 180 with where I was at mentally. And uh, I even, uh, I, I, I very, I know this doesn't sound like a lot for a lot of people, but if you deal with mental health issues, you will be like, oh, I'm so proud of her. <laughs> um, I have gone eight days without having a panic attack or an anxiety attack and not letting the anxiety control me and not letting it um, just sit there and take over. And for me at this time, like that's a huge accomplishment. Like I haven't done that in years. Like that is a huge accomplishment for me. And I'm, I'm so proud of myself. And it is another reason why I'm so open about mental health. Cause I want people to know like, you're not weird if you deal with it. It doesn't matter what age you are. You're not weird if you deal with it. You're not odd. You're not alone. Like it's real. If you break your foot, you don't just go, well, that's a broken foot. There it is. Let me keep running. No, you go to the doctors. They fix it, cast it up. It takes time to heal and recover. And then you slowly start using it again, you know? So it is truly, it needs to be seen like that. You know, mental health doesn't need to be scary or like, shh, don't talk about that like that. We don't talk about those issues. <laughs> like, at least with me and my community, I don't want it to be that. I want you guys to be like, oh, she's real. Like, she deals with that stuff. It's not like, I don't know. It's just cool to be able to talk about it and it not be such a big deal. Um, it's cool to be able to talk about it as if it's a normal thing because it is. And so that's kind of been my journey with Christ and mental health growing up and how it's affected my life and where I'm at. Um, kind of finished kind of about me. It's a lot of like dark stuff kind of my life, but it not only adds to my humor, it also adds to how I can help people. <laughs> so, and I can now help people good for me and what is healthy for me. I, I now know the boundaries to put up and where to point people so that I'm not trying to be their therapist when I'm not trained to be one. Um, I will say, I mean, there's some other things that happened this year. Uh, I had a, a video hit 3.8 million views on TikTok uh, during the Hurricane Ian, and it really boosted my Twitch stuff and my Ludwissy brand in general. And that was super, super, super cool. Uh, I cried on stream, which I promised myself I'd never do. <laughs> um, I had the most viewers I've ever had. I think there was like 300 or 400 people watching. And yeah, the video hit over millions of views, which is crazy to say. And it was honestly just like inner kiddo me. It's another thing I talked about with her. She was like, you need to heal your inner kiddo. Like give yourself your childhood, allow your kid to not work and just be, be what it wants to be. And so the inner kiddo that loved content creating and loved entertaining people, putting a smile on people's faces and um, streaming was like, whoa, like no way. So that was honestly like one of the greatest moments ever to see that many people come come in and, and support me and be there for me. And I even, fun little fact, uh, had been praying that, you know, God, I, I want I want to do streaming, obviously. Like this is a, a big, big want of mine. Um, and if it's your will, like for my life, if it's the best decision you think I should do and you think it, it's healthy for me, um, just just bless it and allow it to happen and allow it to be obvious that like this is where my life should go. And even as it got closer to our one year, our goal was to hit one 1K followers on Twitch and we were not close. We were at like 800 and I had a, like a week left maybe. And I was like, all right, yeah, we're, we're probably not going to hit it unless anything like huge happens. Um, I said that the night before as well. I legit was like, unless anything huge happens, I'm not hitting it. Um, 
And so I was praying, God, I was like, please, I, I just want you to bless it if, it if it's meant to be. And I know I really want to hit 1,000. It's not about the followers. Legit, it is just about, like, I do know I need to make a, a form of money to live. I don't want to be the richest person alive. I would just like to be able to live in an apartment, you know, and afford Wi-Fi. <laughs> like, it, it is, we do have to make money somehow. And um, then that happened. And you can call it a coincidence. You can call it God. You can call it luck. I'm going to say it as it is. My God put his hand on it and blessed it and said, hey, Lou, eyes on me. You got this. Like, I'm guiding you through your life. I've literally allowed people to come in. I've introduced you to people, some of my bestest friends um, online that I should have never met ever because it doesn't make sense how I met them that have helped me. And uh, my, my counselor, like my therapist and the people that have helped me with my medication and actually getting like my ADHD to where I can focus and, and function and with my stream stuff, my Ludwissi stuff collabs, that should never have happened. Like even with Mr. Chris, like he's such a busy person and, and he let me know like, Hey, just let me know when and I'll make it happen. And I'm like, God, my God put his hand on it and is blessing it and helping me in life and pointing me where to go. And I definitely don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. I'm 18, dude. Like, hello. But it's obvious that he, he's like, Hey, go do this, go do this, go do this. And, and it's really cool. Um, and that's why I'm so loud about God. And I know some people probably find it obnoxious and are like, that's not for me. And that's cool. That's dope. Like hundred percent. It is your life. You get to choose what you do and believe. Um, I just personally find it as like, if I loved talkies, I'd always talk about talkies, you know, cause like they're talkies, talkies aren't bad, not my favorite. Anyways, I love God and what God has done for me, he saved my life more than once and he has improved my life so much and i don't know what i'd do without him so why would i not talk about him you know i don't ever want to shove it down someone's throat but it has played a huge impact on my life so it will be a common topic here um but just know that if you don't believe in god or you aren't sure about it like you're so welcome here you're so welcome to listen like i don't want you to think that i'm like if you don't believe in god you cannot stay here you have to go out <laughs> like that's that I don't even know why I said it like that, but like it, that's not how I view it. If you don't believe in God, it's okay. Come hang out. That's fine. It, just like if you don't like talkies, you can still come and watch and listen, join the streams and all that. So I just kind of want to put that out there because I do not, I've talked about it a lot in my streams. Um, doesn't matter what you believe, who you are, you're welcomed in. We're all going to disagree or agree sometimes, you know? We don't always agree 100%. And that's okay as long as we're both respectful. Um, I make it a very big point to be respectful to others. If I mess up, I make it a point to be like, hey, that's on me. Like I, I, I take authority of my actions and I'm sorry. And let me try to do better. And uh, that's all I ask is just in return, we all just respect each other. Um, but it, it's been really cool to see how God's worked in my life. And I've even been able to help a lot of people who deal with anxiety. I know a lot of people who watch the stream have been like, it's really cool to hear you open up about your anxiety because I deal with this, this and this, and it's really helped me. And I think it's really cool that God's, given me an opportunity and a healthy way to continue to help people because I know touring and being on the road, it just destroys my mental health to, to be a hundred percent with you. And it, it puts me in places that are very dark for me. And so being home is my safe place and streaming is more than fulfilling for me and being able to still help people because I literally like, I just want to help people smile. I just want to help people have a good time, laugh, be themselves, like be okay to be you is something that is huge for me because growing up, I got bullied for being who I was. I got told to shut up. I got told to do this or that, be this or that. And now I'm just like, be you guys. Like I, I want, I want a space for that. I want a community where people just feel comfortable. 
and they feel apart because that's another thing of growing up. I never felt like I was a part of something. I always just felt like alone and weird and like no one ever is going to like me. And so being able to have a community, the little Ludoinis, um, where we all just come together and we're all a bunch of weirdos together. Uh, sometimes I'm a potato, sometimes on myself, we rave, we dance, like, and that's just stream, uh, let alone my YouTube where I just create content about lifting or um, I'm even starting stuff on calisthenics and just healthy eating. And I love, I love healthy and fitness. I said healthy and fitness one in the world. I love healthy lifestyle, my healthy lifestyle and fitness. And it's a huge part. I, I love lifting. I got super into it and super into um, maxing out my weight and stuff. So I, I think that's been really cool to be able to have a space to talk about that and drumming. I still, I love drumming. So it's a huge part of my life. So being able to do drum cams, even at the house uh, is a huge thing for me. Um, so it's just been nice to be able to be me uh, without makeup. Like I'm doing a stream, not stream, I'm doing a, a, a podcast without makeup. Growing up, that wasn't a thing. Like, you know, with, with the band, you wear makeup. You're this big, like, star. You dress cool and you wear makeup. And I'm like, I'm 18. I don't want to do that. Like, I'm here with no makeup. I'm in my My Hero Academia anime shirt, sitting in front of my ball of a bunch of gaming, nerdy, anime crap. Not crap. It's cool. I personally really like it. But, and I'm just chilling. I'm just being me. And that's all I, I really want to do is have a space to be me, be myself, stutter, say, um, like I, the amount of pressure I was under growing up to be perfect. Don't say, um, look the people in the eye, look this certain way, dress this certain way, act this certain way, play perfectly, put on a perfect show, go and talk to people. Like, I just want to be me. I just want to be me. I want to share the love of Christ that I have because I just feel like so, I have so much love from God that I've been given that I'm, I'm nothing but forced to give it like it's overspilling. Like I, I have so much joy that I just want to give to other people. I want other people to smile. I want other people to be like, ah, I just can't help but like smile when I watch the streams or when I listen to the podcast. You know, I, I want, I want to make people's days and have them just, just feel a part, dude. It's a huge thing. I keep saying it, but it is just such a huge deal for me, for Ludwissi, the brand, to be a, a place where people, you know, you know I, I feel like I'm, I'm safe to be me here. I feel like I, I can be myself. I can talk about my new job I got or talk about some issues I'm having, like with a friend, people will be here to give me advice or if I'm just feeling lonely. Like I can pop in and people will be there for me. So it, it is something that's, I don't know, it, it's a huge dream of mine. And it's something that my inner kid always wanted. And to be able to adventure into this world, um, even with podcasting and talk, Little me used to host her own little shows in her brain. Like, if people heard me, they'd be like, you are a psychopath. Not a killer, just a psychopath. Um, I always talk to myself, you know? And you'd never know, but I'm an introvert. I'm a huge introvert. I don't like talking to anyone, really. When I go out, my head is down. I've been trying to put a smile on my face and be positive light because I want to be this in the world as well and not just online. On it. you know people scare me i'm still an anxious person like it didn't just poof go away like i still deal with it um but i feel like online i can just be myself and it's it's opened me up so much and i've come out of my shell i am still a turtle i'm still turtling sometimes you know after i finish this there's a lot of talking i'm gonna go sit on my bed and chill 
maybe watch some anime i've been watching one dude he literally started out as a a, a normal kid then he went out with a girl then she almost killed him kind of half naked it was i almost exited out but i stayed because i was like maybe it's not bad but i like watch it through the like my fingers she almost killed him she was a ninja the whole time figure out his whole family was a ninja then he goes to a ninja school then there's demigods and then there's people like psh, 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 psh. it's really sick so i might i might watch that um but yeah i'm a, I'm, a, I'm an introvert and um it's it's nice to be able to just be myself and sometimes on on stream or not with the podcast because i feel like if i just get quiet on podcast you'd be like well this is awkward but sometimes on stream i'm just quiet and people are like okay with it and i'm sure there will be podcast episodes where i'm not this like energetic i don't know where this energy came from but sometimes i might just be chill and be sleepy and i literally would think it would be funny if i recorded one from my bed and was just chilling with you guys because it's just i'm okay to be me if i want to be energetic i can be energetic if i want to just be quiet i can be quiet and same goes for you guys i know we can't physically speak at the same time with this podcast but if you guys want to talk about something just let me know and i'd be, love to talk about it i want to include you guys in the show whether it's your guys' stories or just advice and stuff so i'm just i'm just very grateful and i think that you know a word that would encompass this entire year together for me would be just gratefulness i'm grateful that i went through what i did as much as it sucked because I learned. I learned a lot about myself and those around me and who I want to be and what I want to do in life and being independent and very grateful for the community that I've grown and that you guys have joined and created. And I'm grateful for the opportunities I've been given and just everything that God has placed in my life, the people he's placed in my life. I'm just very grateful. And um, it's only up from here, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually, everything. It's only up from here. And I, I really just am grateful you guys and if you weren't told today thank you just thank you for being alive because you you being here listening with me i'm grateful for so thank you thank you for being alive thank you for being here with me um and yeah i, I think that kind of encompasses who i am i probably missed a bunch and i'm the type of person that's gonna sit in bed and be like oh i forgot that very important moment of my life and i didn't share it so if i remember that i'll write it down and talk about it next time <laughs> you'd be like guys okay before we start i just gotta let you know i remembered this very sp like i didn't even talk about my guinea pigs all right next time guys next time we'll talk about it <laughs> we're like your guinea pigs get me off this dude this goes a loser <laughs> um but yeah, I'm sure there's stuff I miss that I can talk about uh, at another time. But I, I think that that wraps up what I have for now because I don't know. It's just this is who I am. This is who you're listening to. She's been through a lot, but she's also done a lot. So you know, even now, evens out, and and she's happy now. That's what matters. She is, she is happy. She's thriving. She's learning. Although she still deals with deals with anxiety. She is still living and thriving and loving the life she lives and that's what matters it doesn't matter if you're perfect or you don't deal with anything it matters that you're still living and you're still enjoying it and you're still pushing on so i know we end uh our our time together with how many punches we can do in 15 seconds i'm not gonna leave it out i'm gonna try every time because i just gotta gotta get better each time so i'm gonna get the 15 seconds ready all right i got 15 seconds i'm gonna count myself i don't want to punch my thingy majiggy all right ready 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 here we go this start it and start oh i can't count through the this is the i
dab, 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 dab. That was a lot. Bro, why is my heart rate like actually racing? <sighs> I don't know how many that was. I don't know how people count, dude. That might have been more than like 40. I don't know. Anyways, thank you guys so much for watching. I really do appreciate it. Um, whether you're here from stream, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, or you just found this on any random site. Thank you so much. Welcome in. You're a Ludoini now. Um, <laughs> make sure you follow me at Ludoissi everywhere. Um, absolutely everywhere. We have a Discord as well if you want to join the community. If hearing about the community is something you'd like to be a part of and you're like, hey, that sounds really dope and I want to join them. Come on in. Welcome in. You're welcome. Hi. <laughs> you sandy light boy. Yeah, just kidding. Um, make sure you keep an eye out for new Ludacast episodes right now. It's every other Tuesday and it might become every Tuesday in the future. I just want to make sure I'm good mentally and not burn myself out because that is a huge thing for me that I'm making a priority. So I'm trying myself because I don't sit every Tuesday and I was like, uh, 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 you might burn out and then you won't like it anymore. So make sure you take care of yourself. So if you, if you have a goal for this week, make it be to prioritize your health because you are important and you need to do that. So do it and we'll come back next time. And if you haven't prioritized your own health, there's going to be consequences. I don't know what they will be, but they will be. And I'll figure it out before then. <laughs> so thank you guys so much. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to become a Ludoini. Leave a five-star rating and review, but don't be a meanie. And remember that you are always a queenie. I love you guys so much, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye!